بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سلام على عباده الذين اصطفى سلام على المرسلين اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد وانزل المقعد المقرب عندك اللهم رب هذه الدعوه القائمه والصلاه النافعه صل على محمد وارض عني رضا لا تسقط بعده ابدا اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد وارحم محمد وال محمد كما صليت وباركت ورحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وازواجه وذريته كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ازواجه وذريته كما صليت على ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ازواجه وذريته كما باركت على ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد النبي وازواجه امهات المؤمنين وذريته واهل بيته كما صليت على ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وترحم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم ترحم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما ترحمت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد 
اللهم تحنن على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما تحننت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم سلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما سلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد وبارك وسلم على محمد وعلى آل محمد وارحم محمد وآل محمد كما صليت وباركت وترحمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك كما صليت على آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على آل إبراهيم اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد صلاة تكون لك رضا وله جزاء ولحقه أجاء وأعطه الوسيلة والفضيلة والمقام المحمود الذي وعدته واجزه عنا ما هو أهله واجزه أفضل ما جازيت نبيا عن قومه ورسولا عن أمته وصل على جميع إخوانه من النبيين والصالحين يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم صل على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم وبارك على محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم صل علينا معهم اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى أهل بيته كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك علينا معهم صلوات الله وصلوات المؤمنين على محمد النبي الأمي اللهم اجعل صلواتك ورحمتك وبركاتك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما جعلتها على آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وصلى الله على النبي الأمي التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات لله طيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله 
التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله سلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته سلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله التحيات لله والصلوات والطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أسأل الله الجنة وأعوذ بالله من النار نسأل الله الجنة ونعوذ بالله من النار التحيات لله الزاكيات لله الطيبات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله بسم الله وبالله خير الأسماء التحيات الطيبات الصلوات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وأن الساعة آتية لا ريب فيها السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين اللهم اغفر لي واهدني اللهم اغفر لنا واهدنا التحيات الطيبات والصلوات والملك لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله التحيات لله الصلوات لله زاكيات لله السلام على النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين شهدت أن لا إله إلا الله شهدت أن محمد رسول الله التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن محمد عبده ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الطيبات الصلوات الزاكيات لله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات الصلوات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين التحيات لله الصلوات الطيبات السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله التحيات المباركات الصلوات الطيبات لله السلام عليك أيها النبي ورحمة الله وبركاته السلام علينا وعلى عباد الله الصالحين أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمد رسول الله بسم الله والسلام على رسول الله
بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمده ونصلی علی رسوله الکریم اما بعد continuing with the poem regarding the remembrance of death so the last part that we had discussed yesterday where the poet says yaqubu ankal atibba'u was والصديق إذن وقد طوو صحف التدبير والحيل at that time the doctor and friends and everybody after trying all their plans to save you will leave you in the lurch to explain yesterday what this means that now you go alone none of us and nobody will come along with you to you your iman your amal then you are well and otherwise it's a problem فَيُدْرِجُونَكَ فِي الْأَكْفَانِ مُنْتَزِعًا عَنْكَ الثِّيَابَ مِنَ الْأَبْرَادِ وَالْحُلَلِ After removing the fine clothing from your body, they will wrap you up in the cloths of kafan. No matter how well somebody is dressed in terms of the quality of clothing that he might wear, people who have some attachment to brands and styles and whatever, but at that time, person is going to be completely separated from all that fancy clothing and the only thing that he's going to take along is his kafan and everybody is going to go in the same kind of kafan وَيُوْدِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الْأَرْضِ مُنْفَرِدًا وَيَتْرُكُونَ مَحْجُوبًا مِنَ الْمُقَدِي They will leave you alone in the depth of the earth and they will conceal you from being seen Now the person has been buried so he is out of sight of everybody what goes on in the qabr only he knows see qabr ka hal murda jane what goes on in the qabr the disease he knows depending on what kind of life he led accordingly the treatment will be allah taala give us the gardens of jannah in the qabr waqailum minhum qad kana khaira abin وَقَائِلٌ مِّنْهُمْ قَدْ كَانَ خَيْرَ وَلِي وَقَائِلٌ قَدْ حَبَاهُ اللَّهُ مَغْفِرَةً وَقَائِلٌ طَابَ فِي الدُّنْيَا مِنَ الرَّجُلِ Now after having buried the person, now they will return. So now everything is still fresh, so people will talk about him. So somebody will say that he was a very good father and others will say he was a very good friend and some will say may Allah Ta'ala forgive him. And some will say that he lived a very good life in this world. But after one day, two days of all the discussions and all the comments that people will make, فَبَعْدَ ذَلِكَ لَا يَدْرُونَ مَا فَقَدُوا وَهَمُّهُمْ فِي اقْتِسَامِ الْإِرْثِ بِالْجَدَلِ After saying all this, the lip service that sometimes that will be is fulfilled. But once a day or two has passed, they won't even know who has departed. Now this is not meant that every single person behaves in this way but often this is the case not necessarily in a day or two it might be a week, two weeks but after that on some odd occasion they remember the marhumeen whereas it's the right of the marhumeen especially those who were our near and dear ones that we should remember them daily in some isal sawab at least some amal and be conveying the sawab to them making dua of maghfirat for them, they very eagerly await, as mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, 
that the person who has passed away, he is like a drowning person who is desperately seeking help. So now that desperation, meaning for any good that now may reach him via the amal of those who are alive. Because he cannot do any amal anymore. After he passes away, any person passes away, his book of deeds are now closed and no amal is also there. So, he awaits whatever somebody will send him and therefore this should never be the case that we forget our marhumi. We should remember them, at least in some isale sawab daily and dua'i maghfirat. So now after all this lip service, they won't even know who departed. Or all their attention will be directed in fighting for the distribution of the estates. And وَبَعْضُهُمْ مَعَبَعْدٍ فِي مُخَاسَمَةٍ وَإِنَّهُمْ لَبَيْنَ مَنْسُورٍ وَمُنْخَزِلٍ They will argue and file lawsuits against one another. And thereafter some will emerge as winners and others as losers. Now he is depicting a picture of what happens sometimes and in fact not sometimes often. And this is what happens then. Especially if somebody has left behind some substantial estate that unfortunately this is a common occurrence. MashaAllah some instances everything goes very smoothly everybody cooperates in doing everything correctly but very often this is the case. One is the issue in terms of how those who are to inherit the heirs how they handle it. But a very important issue also is what a person does before his demise how he has taken care of to ensure everything is clear that too is a very important aspect very often because things were not kept clear beforehand now that has opened the door to all the arguments after the person passed away so he too has in a way become responsible for that problem that has ensued later because he kept his things in disarray in terms of the records or what's going on he didn't have a proper will or he didn't give instructions for certain things to be done in the way that chariot requires as a result now everybody is doing their own thing and the outcome the outcome is that it then splits people apart it tears families apart all this is a result of sometimes a person not having his affairs in order before passing away and in any case whether he has it in order or not the Shariat is above all our, whatever our issues are and our thoughts are and whatever anybody has to say, above everything is a Shariat. So if somebody didn't leave his affairs in order, there's still the direction of Shariat of how to handle it. And that's the only way to go about it. And to take it in any other way then we are risking ourselves for the problems of Akhirat and if something was taken away which doesn't be not entitled to that will tantamount to usurping things that is zulm and that can never ever bring any barakat sometimes a person feels I will just maneuver things like this like that and it might be double what I'm going to try and what I'm entitled to I'll end up with double what they want to give me I'll get double but now that double is that really what a person is entitled to in terms of Shariat, if not, then that is usurping the property of others. And that has never ever brought any barakat for anybody, 
Rather it starts contaminating even the good wealth that a person has because he's mixed everything up. And even that then becomes a problem for him. The problem comes in ways sometimes he can't identify, but the problem stems from there. So this is a very important branch of deen. Nabi Sallallahu has emphasized it that ta'allamul faraid wa'allimuha nas fa inni maqbood learn the laws pertaining to inheritance teach it to people because this will apply to anyone and everyone just a matter of time today somebody it applies to and tomorrow somebody else it applies to everybody is going to be affected by the laws of inheritance somewhere down the line so therefore Nabi says learn it teach it to others because I am going to be parting I won't be around all the time to oversee now that things are being done correct before I leave learn it from me and teach it to others also that is the extent of emphasis on it so this is something to be very conscious about and have one's affairs in order as well وَيَأْخُذُونَ قَرِيبًا فِي مَعَايِشِهِمْ لَا يَذْكُرُونَكَ فِي خَلْوٍ وَمُحْتَفِلِي then very swiftly they will engage themselves in the business of their lives they will not remember you in solitude nor in public after a few weeks, one week, two weeks, everybody gets along with their lives. Then one odd occasion now, then they remember the marhumin. As discussed, that should never be the case. We should remember them daily. Daily in the form of sending some isal sawab for them and making dua and maghfirat for them. So, but by and large, this is unfortunately the situation. That after a short time, some days later, it is forgotten. And people carry on with their lives. And they don't remember the marhum at all. Ya ayyuhal ghirru la taghrurka suhbatuhum khayrul musahibi indi salihul amali. Oh you deceived one, do not be deceived by their company. The best of companions is good deeds. What the message the poet is giving here, don't be deceived that after I am gone people will do things for me to send sawab for me. They will forget you very quickly. Do what you can for your akhirat now. And make arrangements for your isali sawab yourself. By investing in sadaqah jariya. In those avenues which keep the rewards perpetually continuing. So now in the hadith sharif is mentioned, Iza mata bunu adam in qata amaluhu illa min salat. When a person passes away, all his good deeds are terminated but except three things three things the amal of that continues though he's not around he is unable to do any more amal but as a result of the nature of this the reward of that continues so the first thing Nabi Islam says illa min sadaqatin jariyatin sadaqai jariya sadaqai jariya now a person contributed to the construction of a masjid now as long as people are coming performing salah whatever amal are taking place, he is getting a full share due to his being party and part he participated in the building and construction of that masjid so he helped out, he contributed financially whether it was with his ability and skill, whatever way so that became now a means of continuous rewards so he's left dunya but as long as that is continuing he's getting the rewards or the knowledge from which benefit is being derived. 
So he passed on the knowledge of deen either by teaching it or by facilitating it. So now he took care of the teaching of children in a maktab for example. So he was not personally able to do it but he facilitated it. He made the arrangements for it. He took care of maybe the expenses for it or whatever or participated to some extent to it. Now that knowledge went on or whatever other form in which he facilitated the imparting of knowledge. So now that knowledge now has benefited somebody and he has passed it on to somebody else and that person is still making amal and likewise he is passing it on to somebody. So the person has gone to his cover but as long as somebody is making amal on that knowledge, that knowledge now became a means of sadaqah jariya for him. And the rewards of that will continue to accrue for him in his cover. And then the third aspect that Nabi Islam mentioned, أَوْ وَلَدٍ صَالِحٍ يَدْعُولَ A pious child that continues to remember him and make dua for him. So now that is the effort to make that we put our children on the path of deen, make them conscious of Allah Ta'ala, make them conscious of Akhirat. If they become conscious of Allah Ta'ala, then they will remember us also. But we only make them conscious of dunya, then among the first things they'll forget after a while is us. Because they'll be too engrossed in their own dunya. So to make them conscious of deen, conscious of akhirat, they'll be then conscious about the rights of parents as well. Because that's Allah Ta'ala's command. Allah Ta'ala has placed that honor and respect for parents and that command Allah has given and that they should be now treated with kindness, etc. So while the parents are around too, because they have now learned deen, they will uphold that. And when the parent is gone, they will now make dua. وَلَدٍ صَالِحٍ يَدْعُولَ this particular hadith mentions these three categories. Likewise, there are other things mentioned elsewhere. Person has dug a well and now people continue to derive the benefit of that water. So now especially places where water is scarce, this becomes a very great amal. Where water is scarce and a person provides water in such places, very very great amal. So now as long as somebody is deriving benefit, that water is still flowing, people are still benefiting from it, this person is gone to his cover and he's gaining the great rewards for having done this act of kindness and having made this arrangement for people to have water such a basic necessity so now this reward continues so this is the message don't rely on others to now that they will make the effort to remember you in their duas and they'll send sawab you make your investments now for the akhirat and you invest in the sadaqah jariya now. So this is something to always be conscious about wherever there is an opportunity it may be some small amount. It might be some small amount, it might be 100 rands, 50 rands. In all sadaqah jariya avenues we should try to put something into it and spread it around wherever we have the chance. Allah knows best which one gets accepted how much. Somewhere, sometimes a person has a greater attachment to because it's now maybe in his own uh, hometown, it is his local masjid for example that's getting built. So now obviously he'll have a greater attachment to the place, he'll want to contribute more by all means obviously. But the point is not to distract from that, but apart from that, that little amounts we can put anywhere and everywhere in terms of wherever there's an opportunity of some sadaqah jariya. Allah knows best which one gets accepted most. And that becomes a means of greater sawab e 
so the hadith sharif it comes that man bana lillahi baitan bana allahu lahu baitan fil jannah the person who builds a house for allah taala referring to a masjid allah will build a house for him a palace for him in jannah the muhaddithin explain this is not only for the person who has contributed the entire expense of the masjid he put it up with his own uh, funds from beginning to end he contributed one small amount to he also qualifies for this that allah taala's compassion and kindness and grace so now likewise whatever little he managed to put in any avenue of sadaqah jariya where on the path of haq and in the proper manner deen is being disseminated or some work of deen is going to be taking place on there or some other like we mentioned some well somewhere whatever other good deeds where the benefit continues we should not try we should try to be part of it not just take it for granted okay now lot of people are here they'll sort it out yes others will sort it out it's not whether there's a need for that it's our need what is the need of the project the need of that project that they need funds they're feeling for funds the thing is our need so wherever different places that we have the chance that 50 and 100 rands wherever and more or less but we try and as far as possible we also make a share for ourselves in all these places this will become our investment for the akhirat allah ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah we'll continue inshallah grant us the understanding give us the ability to be preparing for death making our investments for akhirat and turn our attention to how to build our place of jannah this dunya will whatever we will build will leave behind so whatever is built within the limits of shariat that is in his place person needs a home he built his home very good but that shouldn't become the purpose of life that now the person has got no other direction but how to keep building dunya and then allah forbid when that becomes the direction of life almost then a lot of things get compromised in the process now the person that becomes the driving factor so now the person will get involved in things that he shouldn't be involved in sometimes it will be interest sometimes it will be something else now as a result purpose of life got lost allah taala didn't command us to build empires at any expense in dunya to build the empire of akhirat yes a person is making a moderate effort whatever allah taala blessed him in that allah taala has hukum somebody will get something somebody will get something person is content with it but the direction and the aspiration of the heart to build the akhirat allah taala give us tawfeeq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin